Good morning and welcome to Equity Monday, TechCrunch's weekly kickoff. Each and every Monday, we take a quick and hopefully useful look at the markets, the latest early stage news, what happened over the weekend, and finally, we talk about what is coming up. Are you ready? Are you feeling good? Well, from Providence, Rhode Island, where the sky has cracked open and a storm is falling down, let's go. The economic impact of COVID-19 is widely discussed, usually in terms of what is no longer selling or no longer working. Startups that worked in the travel spaces, for example, are struggling, and startups that worked to help restaurants take payments are also struggling. And yes, of course, remote productivity-focused startups are seeing gains. But the global picture in aggregate is fascinating. Day One Ventures' Masha Trakova cited a set of e-commerce data on Twitter recently showing huge gains in global e-commerce recently. Some countries like the U.S. are posting double-digit gains in sales, while other countries like India are seeing even sharper gains. Those trends could bolster startups helping power the e-commerce supply and sales chains around the world. Now, there's been a lot of spend tracking data reported lately, including a recent package in the New York Times this weekend showing that food delivery, video streaming, gaming, and online groceries are booming, with grocery delivery posting the largest spend gains. Now, you can fill in the gaps yourself. Though all major video game streaming companies in the U.S. are owned by giants, Amazon, Facebook, Google, and Microsoft, gaming is a more diverse company set, while grocery delivery is a bit of a war between startups like Instacart and giants like, yet again, Amazon. Though, of course, in parentheses, I will note that it's not hard to get an investor on the phone who will, while on background, dissect Instacart's business model and generally rubbish it for cost allocation and viability. You can try this game at home with your own cell phone. All this is to say that the patterns of consumer spend are not changing, they're changed. And with weeks ahead in lockdowns around the world, there's more runway for these narrow booms amidst today's general economic catastrophe. So what's ahead this week? Well, we are now just one week away from actual earnings, which I will give a huzzah out of 10. That means that starting next Monday with IBM and continuing with Netflix, Snap, and Intel, we'll start to get a picture of what happened to major U.S. tech companies in the first quarter, which of course included a piece of the domestic COVID-19-driven shuttering of many American cities. The week after, it's Microsoft, Facebook, Spotify, eBay, Twitter, and Apple. So in the next three weeks, we'll see, mostly, what took place in March, and what American tech companies expect in Q2 and the rest of 2020. Now, why do we care? Well, we care because startups are operating in the same damn market. If public tech companies are being rubbished in the new worst economy, we'll know a bit more about how startups are performing themselves. Would it be great to know how startups are doing without resorting to our chronic use of public proxies? Well, yes. And any startup who wants to kick off that trend can send in reports of how their Q1 went and what they expect in Q2 and the other two quarters of 2020 to equitypod at techcrunch.com. Also, that's the easiest way to get your company on the show. So please do write in with specifics if you're brave, that is. So this morning, I dug around the internet trying to find uh, recent interesting funding news on the earlier side of things. You know, we got to power your non-commute somehow. We didn't find too much, but we did find a couple of things that caught our eye. So let's go over them. From TechCrunch, Cargo, a Jakarta-based logistics startup co-founded by veteran Uber Asia executive Tiger Fang, raised $31 million in a Series A to scale its business to, quote, help firms in the Southeast Asian nation fight the coronavirus. Now, who put capital to work in this round? It was Silicon Valley-based Tanea Capital, also Sequoia India, and Mire Asset Management, and finally Intuito Ventures. This was a Series A, as I said. The total raised capital to date for cargo is now $38.6 million. 
And if you want to know why it's catching a lot of people's eyes, well, Uber founder and former chief executive Travis Kalanick is an investor. Cargo takes the idea behind Uber and kind of applies it to trucking and logistics. And also from TechCrunch, written by me on late Friday, I put together a post about Pangea.app, which is P-A-N-G-E-A dot app, a Providence, Rhode Island-based startup that has raised a $400,000 pre-seed round. Now, according to the company, this was a post-money safe, if you want the technical details, and the capital came from PJC and Underdog Labs. Previously, Pangea.app had raised money only from angel investors. This was their first kind of like big kid round. Now, what does it do? Well, Pangea.app kind of links remote college freelancers with businesses looking to hire short-term talent for things that the kids these days are good at. The idea is that college kids need to build some work experience. They need to kind of bolster that resume. And a lot of businesses need help with things that college kids are good at, Photoshop, digital work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so you put the two together and you get this marketplace that Pangea.app is building. Now, normally I would say the economy just kind of fell apart. So not a great time to be building this. But on the other hand, a lot of college kids are home now and are bored. And a lot of companies don't want to hire full-time talent. So maybe there's some synergies there. Whatever the case, we'll check it back in in six months and see how Adam Albert, the CEO, and his crew are getting on. Finally today, two quick closing things instead of one kind of longer riff. We're talking about SoftBank first and then journalism. So first, SoftBank, the bill is kind of coming due. The company's adventurous and risky vision fund gambit was struggling in the old, better economy and is now struggling even more in the new worse economy. Breaking this morning is news that the conglomerate expects huge losses from its vision fund bets yet again. The FT reported that SoftBank expects, quote, its biggest ever annual operating loss of $12.5 billion after its $100 billion investment fund took hits. And then, of course, the Nikkei reported that the firm's expected net loss of 750 billion yen for its fiscal year that ended March of 2020 compares with a, quote, 1.41 trillion yen profit in the previous year, which I can summarize really as just holy crap. And then finally today, yet again, the implosion of journalism. Every time journalism globally, but especially in my home market of the US, finds itself in yet another crisis, I think surely this is it. There's nothing left to cut. And yet time and time again, more jobs are shed. According to the New York Times, about 28,000 workers at US-based news companies have been laid off or furloughed or had their pay cut since the start of COVID-19. That's not a long period of time. And given that there aren't that many journalists left in the country, to see that much impact is terrifying. The Times went on to say that, quote, some publications that rely on ads have shut down. This isn't good at all. And so I think we should all do something. You can subscribe to your local paper, or if you're listening to this show, probably more to your taste, you can support a digital news publication, you know, GeekWire, BuzzFeed News, Holloway Guides, Lots of journalists have substacks. There's lots of startups that are doing news that you can support with your time and with your money and with your tweets. And you should. You really should. Journalism was melting before this crisis. And now with the utter shellacking of ad revenue, journalism is evaporating. And that's bad. And that's all we have for you today. Hugs and love from the Equity Crew as always. We hope that you are as safe as can be. This is Alex. This is Equity Monday. And you are tremendous. Tremendous. 